0: hey girlies and welcome back to the pod today we're talking all about things that i have learned being someone who posts stuff online and who has people following them slash influencer stuff it feels weird calling myself that but for the sake of being concise that's what that's what we're gonna call it so influencer life lessons things i've learned from you know instagram tiktok and stuff that I can carry in life outside of social media that's actually been helpful because I feel like social media obviously gets a bad rap from a lot of people but even though obviously there are some bad parts it has definitely taught me some important lessons which I'm going to share with y'all today in a few minutes but first chatting all about my week so I'm going to Miami actually tomorrow at like 5am, so that's fun. I'm recording in advance actually, so I haven't gone yet, but I'm very excited. I'm looking across my room, and I have all my stuff packed, very excited about that. Um, I found some cute swimsuits in my room that I've never worn before, so it should be exciting, good stuff. And I think we're going to go jet skiing and that we're going to a basketball game. So that should be fun, though we'll see. Um, I'm pretty sure, I don't know know where I was going with that, but my cousins are meeting us there, so that's going to be exciting. And yeah, I'm going to be there for a week, I think. Um, but should be good, and then I'll be back home for New Year's, which will be fun because I'm going to hang out with friends and everything, and then today, I went out to lunch with my sister and one of her friends, we went to this really yummy taco place, which was fun, but, um, I would say, technically, when I hang out with people, there kind of gets to be a time where I'm like, okay, I'm done, and I kept telling Hadley that, I was like, Hadley, I'm done. But she didn't really grasp that, that I wanted to leave, so I was pretty much telling her for an hour that I wanted to go home, and she wasn't really getting that, or she just didn't care. But I ended up having to say, like, Hadley, take me home. Not because there's anything wrong with the friend, but just because I was kind of done being with people, you know? And I just wanted to lay down. TBH, I really just wanted to go into my bed and lay down. And I was kind of done talking to people, but, you know, it's fine. It's probably good for me to socialize, you know, but whatever. And then last night I saw my friend Seth, who I did an episode with, I think sometime last year, it was probably around this time, actually, maybe last November or last December, I don't remember. And I hung out with him, his sister, and then Hadley, my sister, and we were going to go ice skating, but it closed by the time we got there, except for when we got there, the guy was like, hey, we close at 10. We're not accepting any more people. Even though it was 930 and there was like no one on the rink and we were like, mm, okay. But it was one of those outside ones. But That would have been fun. So instead, we roamed downtown at like 10 p.m. in 30 degree weather. Yep yep um it was okay though because we found scooters and that was fun i do have a traumatic experience though from a scooter i was in nashville once to see sean mendez because obviously um and my sister my mom and i were all getting on scooters and honestly i just did not feel safe or comfortable which i feel like is something that i got over last night but it was kind of traumatic uh it was fun though it's fun hanging out with them and then also, something super exciting for my birthday, I got a ring light. It's very big and kind of excessive. It looks really funny in my room, though. Like, my room is such a mess. It's decorated. It was decorated by 7th grade me, so we have the bright blue walls. Um, There's a Tinkerbell quote above my bed, and just everything about it is interesting. And besides that, it's just, like, a lot of 7th grade room decor, and then we have the giant ring light, which is so funny to me, but honestly, I'm kind of obsessed with it, and I've literally just been turning it on because my room gets so dark at night just because it's winter. I'm pretty sure right now when I'm recording, it's literally the longest night of the year. So it's winter, obviously. And so it gets dark really fast. So I've just been turning on the ring light because it makes my room really bright. It makes it feel like daytime. Like not even when I'm recording or doing anything, I'll just have the ring light on and kind of, kind of obsessed with it. I think it's my new favorite thing because the tripod I did have broke and I had to super glue it and it just was not working and it was a bit of a mess. You know, it's all good now. My mom came to the rescue, so thanks to her. Um thanks, Mom. Also, this week, the new season of the Witcher came out, which is a fantasy slash action series on Netflix that I think came out maybe in twenty nineteen I want to say, and then they skipped two years of not making any new seasons, I think, because of covid and then finally, second season, let me just say this. It was so good. So good. I'm obsessed. It's honestly one of my favorite series. And I don't know, just the actual quality of the show is good. The plot is good. It follows multiple characters, which I like. There's romance, but it's not like too much. And it's just really entertaining. 10 out of 10 recommend. It's on Netflix if y'all want to watch it. It is a little explicit at times. So keep that in mind, I guess. I'm trying to think if there was anything really that bad. There's just a lot of fighting and a lot of blood, and sometimes some, I guess, like sexual scenes, but not too many. But it's really interesting, and I'm pretty sure it's based off of books, but I've never read them. I wanted to, but then I always do this. Whenever I find a show and realize that it's based off of a book, I'll get super excited and want to read the book, but then I'm like, do I want to see the same thing? And I know technically it's not the same. But it's the same idea and I just, I can't do it. Like with Outlander, my older sister is reading all the books and she was to me about it and see, I want to read the books. But then again, I'm like, I've watched the show, so I don't know if I want to read the books. Also, the books are really long, but then again, kind of want to read the books. But also, I don't know if I have the patience to read an entire series right now because I can't even finish the book I'm reading right now, which is Our Violent Ends by Chloe Gong. At least I think that's what it is. I honestly don't know. I'm so done with this book. At first, I was really into it, and I read like 300 pages really fast, but it's 500 pages, and then I just kind of got stuck, and I'm kind of bored, and it's, everyone says that it's so good, and honestly, it is good. I just feel like I'm not in the mood for that type of book and I know also her first book when I was reading it, I kinda got bored in the middle too, which I feel like is a me thing and not a her thing because by the end of the book I really liked it. I just always get stuck in the middle. So I started a new book today. Um one I saw on TikTok. Truly do not remember what it's called, but it's a fantasy enemies to lovers because that's what I need. For a good pick me up because I can't I can't do this book right now that the one that's the Romeo and Juliet retelling it's really just not it at the moment and since I'm going on vacation I just kind of want to have a good book that I'm not just going to be stuck with you know I mean I'll probably try to finish it this week because I've really been dragging this one out I think I've technically been reading it for a month which is really long considering this book isn't even that long i mean it's i think 400 pages so it should not take me a month especially when i have had a lot of time but then again i've just been watching netflix instead because i haven't been able to read the book i literally start restarted watching rain which i've seen all the way through three times because i didn't want to read this book that badly but see i'm not one of those people that can just read a book and then stop because i'm more than halfway through If I was less than halfway through, then sure, I would stop and put it away. But since I'm, like, more than that, more than halfway, not less, it just kind of feels like I'm giving up when I could be almost done with it, you know? And that's just more annoying to me because I want to see what happens. It's just, I'm bored. And my attention span isn't that long, but, you know, we'll try. We'll try to get through with it, but
1: who knows? We'll see. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online counseling service that is affordable and accessible for everyone. It is not a crisis line or self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Their platform will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can even start communicating in under 48 hours. The counselors are easily accessible and you can send them a message at any time along with scheduling weekly video or phone sessions. If you are someone who has been interested in getting help with depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, family conflicts, or more, then BetterHelp is a great alternative to traditional offline therapy. BetterHelp is also more affordable and financial aid is available to make their services available to clients worldwide. As always, I want you to start living your best and happiest life. So as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com girly girlygirl. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com
0: now for some of the influencer life lessons, aka things that I have learned from being on social media, posting on it, having a podcast, whatever making content. I don't know. I'm trying to find a way to make it sound less um I am an influencer, e, you know, because that's just annoying to me when I say it and I'm just kind of gives me the ick where I'm like, "Oh, no, Carmen." please, please don't do that, you know? Yeah, okay. First lesson, which I kind of talked about last week, which was very, a big thing last week that was happening, still kind of this week, is that insecure people will try to bring you down. Specifically for me, in the past few weeks, it's been with a lot of hate comments on reels on Instagram, which everyone always says that people on Instagram are nicer than people on TikTok. People on TikTok are vicious in the comments. That has not been the case. For me, Instagram has been so bad just the past two weeks. People have told me they wanted to like slap me, that just like I'm stupid, that I'm wrong, which it's literally a video that's not that deep. Okay, one of them, again, I talked about this last week, but we'll just say it again because I think it's ridiculous one of them is literally me talking about positive affirmations okay and people are hating on my dance skills okay I never claimed to be a good dancer I know I suck at dancing but like it just feels so unnecessary you know and then I was literally saying nice things about people and they're like this is not true you don't deserve anything. Like saying I didn't deserve anything for trying to hype people up, and I was like, "What are we? What are we talking about, guys? What? Okay." And then another one. Oh my god, what is the one that is so bad? Oh, me telling people like trying your best is enough, like doing what you can is enough, and there's a bunch of these men in the comments saying your best is never enough. You can always do better. Which, like, yeah, you can always do better. I'm not saying where you are right now is not like, good, I'm saying that trying your best, working your hardest is good. But some insecure men in the comments did not seem to understand that, which I feel bad for them, but it's okay because I have control of their account, so I have control of who sees their comment or not. So, there you go. There you go. Who actually has the power in this situation? Me, I do. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, the reason that I'm saying this is that these people who comment mean things on social media or say mean things on the internet are kind of related to people who s- will say mean things in real life. Usually, if someone's saying something nasty to you, it's just because they're trying to bring you down because they feel bad about themselves. It's like a bit of a coping way, I guess, because if someone knows that you feel bad about yourself then it makes them feel better for feeling bad about themselves if that makes sense if someone's saying something mean to you in real life or being rude i think it's important to remember where they're coming from because obviously it's easy to think that this person is stupid and that they hate you and all these other things but maybe it's just because they're saying this because they feel bad about themselves and they're kind of lost and don't really know how to handle their emotions, you know? So keep that in mind and just try to be kind to these people because usually if someone's being mean to you and you try to be nice back to them, it'll make them feel bad about themselves or feel bad for saying something to you, which will hopefully make them stop. And if not, You don't have to associate with them. It's like you can choose to respond to the comment in a nice way. Like if someone comments something mean on my page, sometimes I'll respond and be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for commenting. Thank you for boosting my engagement. Thank you for letting more people see my video. I really appreciate it. And I'm sorry that you feel that way, but I hope you have an amazing day. And then they'll be like, F you. Or they'll delete their comment. And if they say something mean back, okay, who cares? I can delete the entire comment chain. Like, I don't know. So what I'm saying is don't let insecure people make you feel bad about yourself when you're amazing and beautiful and gorgeous and a good person and smart and intelligent and all those beautiful things about you. So don't let others make you feel bad or down about yourself. The next thing I learned is that your actions and what you say does have an actual impact on other people for me I feel like it's really easy to think what I do doesn't affect anyone just because sometimes I see myself in my own little bubble my own little world I'm like why would anyone care what I'm doing right but obviously if you're on social media you have the responsibility of the people who follow you, and you have to be conscious of what you say, what you do, what you post, things that you share, you know, because what you say online could transfer to someone else's real life, even if it was a joke, or even if you didn't mean it, or if you did mean it, you kind of have to really think through what you're actually doing, and I feel like that definitely transfers to real life, just because sometimes it's easy to think that what you say doesn't have an impact on others like you can say something to one of your friends about someone else and you might think that it won't affect someone but then it does you know and I obviously I think we've all done this I know I have not claiming to be like a victim in some situation because I definitely have done this but I think it's really easy to forget that what you say actually matters and that what you say actually can get back to someone and does affect other people. So it's just important to like, be nice. And if you really do have to say something, to someone just tell the other person. And I think that's the best way of handling it. Because if you don't do that, then it kind of just gets spread around and becomes a bigger thing than it actually is and more of a headache. and causes more drama when really it wasn't even a big deal to start out with. You know, so keep that keep that in mind that your actions and what you say does affect other people. It's not like you can just go around doing whatever you want. I mean, sure, you can, but then it's kind of like you're avoiding the consequences and avoiding what is going to happen after you're doing whatever you're doing the next thing which i think is probably one of the most important lessons is that growth isn't linear and that it doesn't happen overnight and that usually if growth does happen overnight um it isn't very sustainable so obviously if you have a social media account or if you're someone who follows the social media account um I feel like it's easy to think that when you first start out, you're going to get a bunch of followers really fast. Maybe it'll just take a month or two and you'll immediately get 10,000 followers and you'll be able to keep growing and then all of a sudden you'll get 100,000 and then a million or whatever that it's really easy to grow and it's really easy to keep growing. And I think that's not true because I know for me that when growing social media accounts or podcasts, whatever, um, that it definitely isn't linear. I'm definitely not always growing my pages and growing. I lose followers every day and that's totally normal and I feel like it's very unrealistic to think that you're gonna be growing in a positive direction a hundred percent of the time because that's not true and if it was you'd already be in the best possible place. But since that's not true, we're all still growing and that there's There's always stuff that you can do. There's always more that you can do to try and be better, to do better, you know? So keep that in mind. Also, knowing that growth doesn't happen overnight, like with social media, you're not going to gain 100,000 followers overnight. Okay, maybe if you get one viral video on TikTok and it gets millions of views and everyone really likes it. But then after that, you have 100,000 followers and it isn't very sustainable because people are going to start unfollowing you if you aren't posting content immediately, if you aren't posting what they want to see. And it's hard to keep those people that have just followed you for that one video. So again, if thinking that you can grow and change completely overnight, I don't think is very realistic and it definitely isn't sustainable and something that'll last in the long run. And I feel like this kind of relates to building healthy habits just because I know for me when I was um in sophomore year around when COVID hit, so that spring, I was trying to do as much possible as I could to better myself. I was doing yoga. I was journaling can't remember the last time I really did either, maybe a few months ago, but it's definitely not been consistent. But when I did when I was doing something consistent, um, I was doing it every day and I was trying to build a habit and I'm pretty sure it's that you're supposed to do something for three weeks, every day for three weeks or something to build a habit. Don't quote me on that one, but there's some sort of time period where it takes for a habit to stick. And I feel like this is kind of related to growth. Just saying that it takes little bitty steps to like make a bigger difference. So, whether it's tr- wanting to start to journal, if you journal for five minutes every night for three weeks instead of just writing like a freaking book one night and then never journaling again, I feel like the first option would definitely be more sustainable and more beneficial overall. And it's not the best just to dive totally in going all the way i feel like it kind of relates to my dad always says this and usually when he says it, it's really annoying but now it's kind of applicable um why can't i remember what it is okay this is gonna be embarrassing oh wait i got it. okay a cinch b- wait cinch by the inch hard by the yard something like that that's that's not right, but it's pretty much about how doing stuff in smaller bits and smaller pieces is more beneficial than doing everything all at once. That's also true for like studying if you study in smaller increments over multiple periods, it's more beneficial than cramming the night before you know, so again, with growth, whether it's personal um emotional, physical growth, whatever it might be. It's definitely not going to happen overnight and I think that the first step to realizing that is kind of setting your expectations straight and realizing that growth is a process and it's not always going to be one straight line to A to B. It's you moving forward and moving backward and you're allowed to struggle. It's not going to be best all the time you're gonna want to give up and maybe sometimes you do give up me talking about myself with yoga um (laughs) anyways but that's okay because you can still grow you can still look back to see how much or how far you have gone from the past from where you were originally looking back to where you started to where you are now I definitely think is humbling and just kind of re-centers you into putting you in a better mindset to think okay like I'm actually doing something I'm actually moving along and this is overall beneficial for me and what I'm doing right now is important and I'm not just doing it for no reason because look at how far I've come since yesterday or last week or a month ago or even a year ago or even a few years ago like you can definitely see the difference and just because it doesn't happen directly overnight doesn't mean that you're not growing it just means that growth takes time and that it's just not going to happen in one fell swoop so definitely keep that in mind when you're trying to set goals make sure you're not setting completely unrealistic expectations i definitely think this is most related to with exercise and people wanting to lose weight be skinny Um. Maybe get really muscular, get a bigger butt, whatever you're trying to do. It's easy to kind of see it as something where if you do like 50 squats one day, you're done and that's it. And I feel like me talking about exercise is kind of ironic because I don't really, which is so bad. Do not follow my footsteps. You should exercise. I'm just not on top of that at the moment. at the moment, I mean, I have not been on top of that since freshman year slash ever. So probably need to work on that. That should probably be my New Year's resolution to actually exercise consistently at least like twice a week. But you know, whatever. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe if I really feel like it. Anyway, okay. Kind of going along with the growth is not linear and that it doesn't happen overnight type thing. Growth, I think, also doesn't really have a stopping point. It's not like you're just going from the starting point to the finish, finishing line. It's that you're starting somewhere and you keep going and maybe you go back, maybe you go forward, maybe you go back some more, maybe you go all the way back to where you started and maybe... You go so much farther than you ever thought you would go, but growth never ends. And I think that's also something to remember because with social media, you can always grow, you can always get more followers, but just as equally, you can always lose followers and you can definitely go through periods where you're losing followers more or you're losing more followers than you're gaining. And that can definitely be disheartening or make you feel kind of bad make you feel like you aren't doing the right thing and I definitely think that is relatable in real life because when it feels like you're failing at points or when you're kind of going backwards instead of moving forwards it can definitely make you feel bad and feel like you aren't doing enough when in reality you are it's just part of the process and that you can still grow even if you've fallen back even if you've fallen back so far you don't really know where to start I think any point can be a starting point. That sounds a little cheesy, it does, but I definitely think if you think about it, it makes sense. So, know that growth never ends, that you can always grow, you can always do more, and I feel like this is what the mean people in my Instagram comments were trying to say was that where you are right now isn't where you're always going to be and that you can always grow, which I agree with, but there's nicer ways of saying that than What some other people did. I'm still laughing about how someone said they wanted to slap me. I was like, I don't know who you are. And but okay. I I read that comment to my mom and she started peeing her pants. She was literally laughing so hard, and my sister was too. And they were like, People actually comment this. And I was like, Yes. Welcome. Welcome to my life. (laughs) Some of some people just say crazy things. And of course it's people who don't follow me. And It's a bunch of random guys who have like stupid things in their bio, where I really just want to comment back and be like, literally, look at your bio. Shut up, you know. Which I have done that before, but then someone got really aggressive, so I was like, no, 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 thanks. Also relating to that. Oh my god, this is so random. So this is so bad, but I have to I have to share today because I forgot to say at the beginning of the episode, but earlier today. I got a DM of someone saying on my personal account, it was said like, WTF, please respond. And so I opened it. because so I was like, oh my God, who is this? You know, because I didn't remember. And then I deleted that, that DM and then the person said, can you still send them? I was like, what is this person talking about? And then that's when it hit me. So a few months ago, someone had DM'd me. It was a request in my DMs asking me for toe pics. Okay, this is so random, but asking me for toe pics, saying that they would pay me a hundred dollars. So of course, I thought this was a scam, and I decided, hmm, since this is, a, this is a scam, I'm gonna open it and I'll respond and go along with it. So I was like, oh my gosh, yes, a hundred dollars count me in whatever and I was responding to this person and they were like oh my god are you serious and then I realized that they were serious because I thought this was a joke and I was like oh my god I'm not actually gonna send someone toe pics. that just feels weird you know but then again I'm like a hundred dollars right I should have asked them to make it more but it was just it just kind of got out of hand a little and I was just, I thought I was just going along with the joke because I was like, oh my god, this is so funny that someone would do this. I bet it's someone I know. No, it was not. It was not. Um, and then this person DM'd me again months later asking, so I might have to block that account, but that's, that's been fun. I get super fun DMs and comments. Love life. At least my page looks cute, though. That wasn't even on my podcast account either. This was literally on my personal one. So, love that. Love that for me. Really, really doing well out here. Um, <laughs> Nervous laughter, right? Okay. Anyways, good, good talk. Good talk, fam. Okay. Next thing that I learned is that with social media, And also in life, I guess, your only goal shouldn't be to make money. I always get a lot of DMs from people asking, like, oh my gosh, how did you start a podcast? How did you get so many followers? How do I make money? How do you get sponsorships? How do you get people to work with you? Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff relating to me and making money and starting a podcast and starting anything and getting money immediately from it. And it always shocks me that people think that if they start off like today, that they can make money the next day. I mean, maybe somehow there is a way, but I seriously doubt it would be that much money. And I also think it's important to really think about why you're starting something, whether it's a job in life or if it's a career path you want to follow, or if you're starting a podcast or if you want to be quote-unquote influencer which I don't know if that necessarily should be anyone's life goal that doesn't really sound realistic to me but going going beyond that because I'm sure someone is probably like oh my god I want to be an influencer what is she talking about you know but (laughs) I I don't know anyways but definitely your only goal when you start something new shouldn't just be to make money like you shouldn't major in something i feel like just for the sole purpose of making money obviously it's nice to get a job where you can make a bunch of money or to do something that makes money and definitely that's a necessity for some people but i also feel like you can make money and do something that you like or love or at least something that you're decent at or that gives you good benefits And that's something that you can kind of like. Because I feel like a lot of people usually do stuff where they end up hating it. Like you always hear about on Instagram people who went into corporate and they hated it and they were miserable for 10 years and then they left and now they're living their best life doing coaching on social media. Which, not saying that's a realistic life path, but it's definitely just going to show that making money isn't just the only thing that's important in life it isn't the only thing that'll make you happy and it definitely isn't the only thing that'll make you successful because also I feel like related more to the podcast thing if your main goal about starting a podcast or about being an influencer on social media is to make money to get advertisements to get sponsorships then maybe you hosting a podcast or being an influencer won't be the best thing because if you really want to make money like go babysit okay because having a podcast or being on social media I feel like requires consistency and kind of keeping something up and keeping it going and if your only goal is to make money that really isn't that much motivation to keep going I feel like Me saying this while I literally, I was like, maybe I should just skip recording last week, but I couldn't because I had an ad. Love how I'm contradicting myself with my own actions. But again, just ignore me because I feel like overall in life that money isn't going to be the biggest motivator. It can be for a short time, but if you're doing something just to make money and you don't actually love it or even like it or doesn't, give you anything in life it isn't fulfilling then you're not going to want to continue it and then you're going to feel unmotivated and start hating what you're doing and obviously you don't want that so again money isn't always it shouldn't always do something just because you can get money related to toe picks just because someone says they're going to give you a hundred dollars for toe picks does that mean you should send toe picks and i feel like the immediate answer should be no But again, I'm still debating in my head. So if anyone has thoughts, DM me because I don't know what to do about that. Do we block them or do we send some random persons to VIX but get $100? Or is that just bad? Is that bad morals? I don't know because I feel like that's me being an entrepreneur, right? Because I'm getting money (laughs) or an act of service, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, that's so weird. Okay, the last thing and most important, I guess, idea that I've learned from being online, being an influencer, I hate that word so much, but is that you shouldn't underestimate your worth and self sabotage because you will miss valuable opportunities. This is so true for real life, but I know definitely for me, it's easy with podcast things to think, oh, like I can't reach out to this person or I can't DM this person asking them something, or I shouldn't DM this brand for sponsorship because why would they care? I'm literally an 18-year-old. I know I'm 18. I still think that's so weird, but I'm an 18-year-old in Kentucky. Why would they care what I have to say? Or just thinking, oh my god, people actually listen to me talking. That's so freaking weird. Why would anyone care, you know? And that's kind of like the self-sabotaging is not good obviously, and I feel like it's important not to necessarily forget your worth and to forget what you've been doing and how much you have accomplished. Like, if you think about it, starting from nothing and building up whatever you have, whether it's some habit that you have, or followers or whatever it might be, maybe just growing your confidence, like, that's impressive. And you should know your worth and appreciate it and you shouldn't let other people bring you down or especially let yourself bring you down because I feel like for me the biggest thing isn't necessarily that other people are bringing me down it's more that I bring myself down and kind of have this self-sabotaging attitude where when things get good or like I'm doing well I feel like they shouldn't be I feel like something's going wrong you know so it's a bit of imposter syndrome, you know, like a, a healthy dose of it, except for it's not healthy, That is probably not good. But you know, I try and I think the best thing you can do is become aware of what you're doing and just really think about why you're doing it and realize that you're amazing and that you deserve what you have. And if an opportunity is coming your way to accept it, even if you don't think you're deserving, even if you don't think You're worth it. If someone is reaching out to you and wants to give you something or, for example, with a college, if you get in and you feel like you're not smart enough to go, like you got in by an accident, you weren't supposed to be there, yes, you do. If they accepted you, if someone is giving you this opportunity, obviously you do deserve it and you proved yourself and now you just kind of have to keep that up and really realize internally that you are enough and what you're doing is good enough. And that you sh- shouldn't sabotage yourself just because of negative self talk or feeling bad for yourself or feeling like you aren't deserving because you are, even if there's nasty people on Instagram, even if maybe you have people in your life who say that you aren't. Trust me, you are. I'm here to say that you are worth it and that you are deserving and that you should know your worth. And that, trust me, I know that's hard. And obviously, like I've been talking about the whole time, you can't just go from feeling horrible, horrible about yourself, feeling like you are unworthy to automatically being like, oh my God, I'm literally the coolest person ever. I deserve everything, deserve all the opportunities coming my way. Like, no, that's not going to happen overnight. But of course, you can work, you can strive for more, you can always try your best And just keep going and keep trying to motivate yourself. And again, keep that in mind. Know your worth, you're amazing, and you got this. So, those are all the things that I learned from having a podcast over the past year and a half, I guess it's been, being on social media, and especially the past few weeks, just posting reels, which I thought were very wholesome and harmless, but apparently turning not wholesome and harmless. But you know, hey, that's okay. At least people are following me. Anyway, I'm gonna make negative things positive. But thank y'all for listening, and make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the Girly Girl Podcast. And also leave a re- re- Oh my god, I just stuttered so bad. Oh wow. Okay, I've been. I <laughs> I need to sleep. I've been talking for so long. But make sure to leave a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yep, you heard me, Spotify. You can now leave ratings on Spotify, which is pretty cool. So if you haven't done that and you listen on Spotify, what are you doing? You go do it. 10 out of 10. And also make sure you answer my Q&A about what is one of the most important lessons that you have learned from having social media or just in life in general. And I hope you guys have an amazing Christmas. If you celebrate, if you don't um, enjoy holiday break, I hope you have an amazing week and know that you are worth it, that you are deserving and that I love you. Okay, bye y'all.